Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, 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 and welcome to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm Alec Mappa, and I'm here with the queen of all things, national treasure, America's sister, Lottie Love. Alec, (laughs) I got a little brown lick in my throat today because I was watching this episode three, Uh and I am just blown away. Blown away. I had so much fun. I had so I much had fun, so much watching, fun watching it too, and I it, this was a well. Before we get into it, this is a recap podcast. Yes. I want to let everybody listening know let this know. is where you go for all the RuPaul's Drag Race tea. But it is a recap show, so if you haven't watched the show yet and you hate spoiler alerts, watch the show first because we are talking <laughs> about the episode. And I don't want nobody hitting me on IG or on Twitter trying to embarrass me, saying I'm telling everything. This is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the trolling's already started. There was an announcement for our podcast on the World of Wonder Instagram, and mm-hmm. somebody wrote, Alec Mappa, great, another old, out-of-touch person. <laughs> no! <laughs> How so dare mean. they? That is so Lonnie, wrong. I had Botox this weekend, just trying to keep up with the young people. That's what this bruise is. That was Botox. <laughs> So <laughs> you you look fabulous, but Thanks. you know I also have some news though, Alec. What? You know we had DragCon a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And I am now an official Wowie winner. I won Queen of Comedy from the Wowie. So I just want to thank all my squirrel friends for voting for me. I am so excited. This is my first time ever winning a Wowie award. So I am now officially a Wowie winner. <laughs> Lottie Wowie winner love. See, I wasn't underestimating you when I said queen of all things. You get the Wowie award and I get the old and out of touch award. And uh, I'm going to shuffle off and have some oatmeal right now. <laughs> that no, is we're... not. You know what I love about you, Alec, is that what? you you have been in this game for so long. You love RuPaul's Drag Race. You know all of the queens. And that is why we have someone like you. It's You're true. antique. That's what you are. <laughs> That's right, Lonnie. I'm an antique. But you know what? That's the truth is like all the people who are hosting podcasts and recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race, you and I have the actual yes. experience of having been on the show and felt the air conditioning in the studio and seen RuPaul on that dragway up close and personal. All right, Alec, let's get into this episode three. Yes, I love how each episode starts out with previously on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, previously on RuPaul's Drag Race, they had to do Snatch Game. And not only did all the queens do amazing, they all had to do two characters. Two celebrities. You know what I like, though? What? Talking about that recap was that it was all hits. And you know what? I was looking at Twitter Mm -hmm. once it dropped and people started watching it. Oh. Alec, people loved Snatch Game. It really? was trending. They loved it. They thought that it was great. They loved Trinity. They loved Jinx. They loved the comedy of it. And I yeah. did too. And yeah. out of that, the top two for that week were Jinx and Trinity. And then what happened? Jinx gave the golden plunger to who? Shea Coulee. Yes. Did yes. you see that coming? You know, Jinx kept her promise. She says that she was going to block one of the two queens that had already had a legendary star. Right. So she kept her promise and she picked Shea Coulee. But this is the thing, Alec. They don't know what the next challenges are going to be. Right. So that's what makes it interesting because Jinx was so hot and it was like great comedy. So that's why I want to get into this new episode because I was wondering, okay, what will be the next challenge? And the next challenge challenges a lot of people. So this week they go into the workroom, right? Mm -hmm. Jinx is all happy. You know, because she's on cloud nine because she has won. She has did the block. She's done everything. And she explains that her tactic was to block folks that had already had a star, which is what she did. And so then all of a sudden, of course, the fabulous RuPaul comes in. Uh I liked that suit that RuPaul had. It was plaid. It kind of looked like a picnic table. And I just love anything that's food related. So I loved it. (laughs) One time I said, okay, where do you get all these suits in this size? And he said a lot of them are vintage. Really? And you don't imagine RuPaul picking among the uh, articles of Goodwill or Salvation Army. But uh, (laughs) I can't see it. But, I mean, he's always... He knows what looks good on his body every single time. There's very few missteps. Although there was that one pandemic episode of Drag Race where nobody was doing Rue's makeup, so he just wore that weird scuba diving mask. I thought that was peculiar. Yes, I was like, yes, what are you yes. doing? You We're can't like, do what? a little foundation and lipstick doing? on your own. <laughs> yeah, she had the hood on. Like, what is mama doing? Well, I mean, do you get used to doing your own makeup? Can you do your makeup as well as your makeup people can do your makeup? I can now. As a matter of fact, for the past two seasons while we were shooting the real Alec, yeah. I had to do my own makeup because we were shooting from home. They weren't allowing us oh. to have makeup people. So I, the biggest thing I had to learn how to do was eyebrows. I learned how to do eyebrows. And oh. you know what, Alec? This year I've been nominated for an Emmy for makeup. Can you believe it? You better win. That would be amazing. Can you imagine? I can imagine. You got an Emmy nomination for makeup. That's uh, so Emmy great. nomination for makeup. And when we actually were shooting season 13, I had to do my makeup because we were in the bubble shooting that. Yeah, so, yeah. And the queens, I have to shout out to the queens. The queens really helped me to perfect like my eyebrows, the mm-hmm. contouring, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I totally, totally, totally get it. Yeah. Now, I would not win that award because when I put on my own makeup, it looks like I put it on with a trowel. You have like, to practice, Alex. I know. I've had complete strangers come up to me on the street and go, uh, blend. You need to blend. <laughs> 
I'm not supposed to see the makeup. Blending is important. But when we we saw RuPaul walk into the workroom, what I love is that you know that the challenge is about to come up, right? Mm -hmm. And so the challenge this week was a game I love. And it's actually Hangman, but of course, the queens named it Hungman. (laughs) (laughs) Hungman. And the brand new pit crew member, Calix, came out, who's a dear friend of mine. And it's weird because, like, he's a friend. I've known him for about a little less than a year. And I don't know if you've ever had friends with a person that you've seen in their underwear <laughs> previously. I always send him screenshots when he's on. I'm like, I, I can't believe this I is I love you. the pit crew. You've got a lot of nerve. I love the pit crew. <laughs> Who have you met? Who have you met in the pit oh, crew? Oh, I've met, let me see. It's like three or four of them. I can't remember their names. I just mm-hmm. remember their ass. That's it. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno was the kind of Brazilian-looking one with the blue-green eyes. He was at DragCon. I said hello to him. He's a masseuse. Oh, oh. So if you he ever want a massage from day. Bruno. And then I saw Bryce Eilenberg, who was the redhead, who I enjoy Oh, quite we a bit. love our pit crew. Shout out to the pit crew. Hashtag yeah. pit crew. We'll be right back after a quick break. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hey, everybody, we're back. Okay, Alec, Hongman's Challenge. Let's talk about this. So they played Hongman, and then Jinx won. You know, I was like, first of all, how could they not get that? I mean, because it said Vanna White, and I was like, wait a minute. It's Vanna, and it's white. And it's white. I know they're not going to have Vanna White. The Vanna White come on the show. Yeah, yeah. I really got excited because this is a twist. I love the fact that they can do twists on this episode. And the twist basically for the maxi challenge was throwing the realness of fortune ball. Then a white realness before and after and realness of fortune eleganza. I was like, first of all, okay, first of all, let me tell you something. About two seasons ago, I did Wheel of Fortune Celebrity Edition for charity. Oh, my gosh. It was a dream come true, Alec, because I didn't care about Pat Sajak. I wanted to be (laughs) Van White. Did you say that when you were on set? Pat, I don't care about you. I'm here for Vanna. He knew it because I said, where's Vanna? I was looking for Vanna. 36 seasons, I have been watching that show, and I finally get my moment. I'm looking for Vanna. And yeah, she yeah. came out. First of all, Vanna does not age. I'm just like, oh, my. And I started kind of like crying because you know how emotional I get when I right, see her. And I'm like, right. I've been watching you for seasons. I know. That's a big deal. I mean, if you if a part of your day is you see Vanna White every day, mm-hmm. and Vanna White's been famous for as long as I've been alive. <laughs> so to see her 
in person, they had her on the show greeting all the queens after their very first appearance. And all of them seemed just as delighted to see her as we are. But before we get to that, let's talk about this challenge. Okay. They have two looks, Vanna White Realness, Mm -hmm. Before and After, which always screwed me up on Wheel of Fortune, the Before and After clues. I never got those right away. Mm-hmm. I was always the slowest. And then I'm faster on the final challenges because they give you R-S-T-L-N-E as the clues right. and everything. So it helps you along. The third look, they have realness of fortune, eleganza. They have to make themselves. Okay. I thought to myself, watching this, those are a mm-hmm. lot of challenges. That's yeah. a lot of looks. 24 mm-hmm. looks, three separates, and the last one they had to handmade. I'm like, first of all, let me shout out Because I don't think people realize how much the queens actually make their own outfits. A lot of them do. I mean, a A lot lot of them them are very, very tailored. And I so I thought that that was awesome. I got really super excited once I heard that because I'm like, Do you know how to make a dress? I made my prom dress when I was 12 years old. I made my junior prom dress. It was a powder blue suit. It lasted for two hours, and then the sleeve <laughs> fell off. <laughs> what the this it wasn't securely sewed off. It was it not secured. Kind of un- it was not secured, and it fell off. But it lasted, you know, because I go. was dancing. Once I started you dancing, were dancing, you know yeah. what I mean. That Michael yeah, Jackson got start, to me. The sleeve just came you, off. Yeah. Once you started working day and night, the sleeve quit. I think there should be a new rule. As soon as you find out you're cast in RuPaul's Drag Race, if you don't know how to sew, you spend every waking moment sewing as much as you can. Like, if you ever get on Dancing with the Stars, or if I ever get on Dancing with the Stars, I would I would spend the next six months training. Okay, so yes. they, we know what the challenge is. So the next thing is, how do you decide? Yes, so they had right. this big spinning wheel, right? And the spinning wheel was exotic mm-hmm. destination that was <laughs> to select, like, what their colors would be, which I thought was, like, awesome. So they took turns spinning the wheel to determine what the colors would be. It was a very elaborate way of going, you get black, you get pink, you get blue. Yeah. But it was creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was very creative. I would have picked Compton Blue so uh, for my destination. Where would you have picked, Alec? Black. You can't go wrong with black. I would pick black because also black covers up a lot of mistakes. My sewing's not that great, so I I would have picked black. Um, mm. All of the girls got comp, you know, a color that they they were crazy about. The one person who was the most anxious about having to make their own dress, Jinx. And I didn't know why. And now I understand the beauty of the competition because mm. last week she's the she comedy girl. Mm-hmm. This week she don't know how to sew. I'm like, right. what? Yeah. She doesn't yeah. know how to sew. You would have been on top of it. You would have been able to make a powder blue suit <laughs> and <laughs> that you could strut out. And hopefully it would last a little longer than your prom. But that's the thing is like, I thought that in all this time that she would have had time to learn how to make one or two things. No, she's too busy being funny and fabulous, Alex. Okay. All right. I'll give her that. (laughs) I'll give her that. I just think that you've seen the show before. You know you're going to have to sew. You know you're going to have to sew. But see, this is... She didn't know that she was going to get a challenge like this. And this Uh is why you have to watch each episode because I was wondering... I'm like, because before this challenge, I was like, oh, Jinx got it. Uh I mean, she has the look. She's funny. 
But now this brings it back around because now it's interesting. Because when they got into that workroom, Roger mm-hmm. knows how to sew. Shea Coulee knows, knows how, how to, to sew. Trinity, the tuck, knows how to throw oh down gosh. and sew. Okay? Oh, my gosh. And then you have Jada Essence Hall, who knows how knows to how sew to as well. Yeah. Yeah, Jinx was the only one that was really like she was. I think she was low key triggered. <laughs> she was like, "Right, what right. am I gonna do? What am I right. going to do?" Everybody went to the sewing machines right away, and we're like, you know, time is of the essence. You only have one day to come up with this look, and so people were like in their heads already. Like Trinity was all, seemed to be ahead of the game oh, right always. away. Yeah, and she doesn't just make like a simple dress. She makes really complicated things like that's what she did but even with all of the stuff that she did and i noticed this she was still helping jinx i thought that was so kind but let me tell you when i did celebrity drag race trinity the tuck was the sweetest when i say and a genuine Mm -hmm. genuinely caring sweet person i I was not surprised when i saw her go over there she saw that jinx was having a hard time with Mm -hmm. that purple and she went over there and she started helping her. She started giving her suggestions. Yeah. Shea Coulee was over there making sketches, honey. She uh-huh. was like, no, I got a block. I got to win. I would be more cutthroat. I'd be like, you're on your own. Let's, let's let's just hang you out to dry. I don't care how you look on that runway. I have to work on my own garment. I thought that that was wonderful. <laughs> you know, it just shows the beauty and the sisterhood in the drag race community. But there's also this thing where it's still a game, Alec. And mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting that they're still trying to run this alliance thing. You oh, know, yeah. Monet Exchange got back with Trinity because right. they're the twins. And right. they were like, okay, are we still going to be in our little alliance where we won't block each other? And mm-hmm. Trinity's like, okay. And Monet is like, yeah. And, you know, I don't know about alliances. I'm with Jada Essence Hall when it comes to alliances. Like, Jada came in and was like, what y'all talking about? You know, uh-huh. y'all all legends, y'all all queens. Yeah, yeah. My thing is, I trust the challenges enough that I don't have to worry about alliance if I was in. Oh, oh you know that's, what what, that's kind of what Jada said. But it was interesting that they were talking about alliance. Jinx came on and wasn't interested in joining an alliance. <laughs> Jada came over, wasn't interested in joining an alliance. And at first I was like, hmm. But then I thought, I don't want to be stuck not being able to make a choice. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If the choice is between, if that person has two legendary legends badges and I want to block them, but I can't yes. because I made an alliance, yes. that's going to trip me up. So I think it's I think it's dangerous. Look, it's $200,000 on the line. $200,000 on the line. I'm not making no alliances. I'm going to, I know that I need that money. I am mm-hmm. a legend already. I'm yep. with Jada. Like, I was really with her and I felt that when that happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were in the workroom for a while. I was anticipating these looks and I was feeling bad for Jinx because she over there sweating and trying to, <laughs> a hot glue gun, a dress together. And, I, you know, and it triggered me back to when I was 12 years old making my junior prom dress. And I'm like, I feel you, girl. I feel <laughs> You. Had you it's, ever sewed anything before? Or was it your first time I, I sewing sewed anything? I sold little stuff. Like, I sold, yeah. like, some gloves, maybe a skirt, but a whole suit? I mean... Did you have a sewing machine? I had a sewing machine. My grandmama had a had a sewing machine, so she, like, made all our pajamas and stuff, and she made all the girls' prom dresses and everything. So I love the sound of a sewing machine. It, it I love it. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Did you ever see there's this uh, YouTube video of Bianca Del Rio making a dress in two minutes? She comes out on stage and there's all this orchestra music playing and she holds up the fabric and then she cuts holes in it and runs <sighs> it through the sewing machine and then she puts it on. And two minutes later, she has a full made gown. It's just, I'm telling you, yeah. it's some talented, talented queens mm-hmm. out there. So mm-hmm. that's why I was excited about this. So we get Me to the too. main stage. Oh, been waiting all episode for this. First of all, can we talk about Mama Rue's outfit? It was mm-hmm. exquisite. It mm-hmm. was like that blush pink with, with little pink flowers and it had pearls on it. She had that hair bouffant. Oh, that hair. Blonde. Oh, oh. I just love blonde on Ruth. Yeah. I yeah. love that blonde. And she came out. How could she walk? She had that high thigh. She don't even show nothing. Like, it's uh-uh. it be that, that thigh high split. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't show nothing. It looked great. It's like, I, if I walk, everything gonna show. Boobs, <laughs> ass, everything. She does this honey blonde too, which is right on her skin. You know, which mm-hmm. is the right color for her skin. It's so warm. Has anybody ever put blonde hair on you? Yes, but I and? can't go blonde blonde. I can mm. go like you said, like a little honey blonde, something yeah. like that. But I really like more of the reds. You know, things like mm. that. What about you? I could see you in blonde. I did a movie called Connie and Carla. It was with uh, Nia Vardalis and Tony Collette. And it was a drag queen musical. And I played a drag queen in it who sings and dances. And they did all these makeup tests. And they had me in black hair at first. But I was so pretty, I just looked like a crazy woman off the street. (laughs) So they said, we got to make her draggier. So they made my hair bigger. And then they made me honey blonde. And I'd never been in blonde before. That's why I noticed. They said, you, we can't put you in a yellow blonde because it'll wash you out. But if we put you in a honey blonde, which is like what Rue is wearing right here, it looked very warm. And I, I loved it. I take that back, Alec. I did wear blonde when mm-hmm. I did a panel with RuPaul and Marcel Fassage for the mm-hmm. Emmys. And I did a big bouffant blonde yeah. wig. And it didn't look bad. It didn't look yes. bad at all. Everybody yes. loved it. So yeah, I, could, I can do like a blonde blonde. So it was, it's a always blonde. fun. It's always I fun. I love it. I love it. Well, there was another black woman with blonde hair on the panel. Yes. One of the guest judges this week was Kirby Howell Baptiste. You might know her from Why Women Kill. I know her from The Good Place. She was wonderful on that show. She's a wonderful. terrific actor. And also she was in Cruella. She played Anita Darling. And then Vanna White came out to watch the girls' Vanna White presentations. And this was like my favorite part of the show, watching each and every one of them give the Lonnie Love reaction to, (laughs) oh my God, it's you! (laughs) Raja came out and said, oh my fucking God. That was the first thing out of her mouth. I was like, oh my goodness. Y'all didn't think that if y'all talking about Vanna White as the thing, that Vanna wouldn't be there? I mean, that's the power of RuPaul. That's the power of Drag Race, you know? Right, right. But I think it's a great way to honor someone like her who's been mm-hmm. in this business for such a long time and she's worked right. so hard and she's been so unproblematic. I was just like, happy to see. But 24 looks, it was a lot of fashion. It was a lot of fashion. The Vanna White realness, who did you like the most? Um, For the Vanna White realness, okay. Shea Coulee came out in this beautiful dress and one of the criticisms she got later was, I don't really get Vanna White from this but I don't care. And I agree. This dress was so exquisite. It was like a bridal dress that she made. It was white. 
And it was absolutely gorgeous. I also love Jada Essence Hall in this kind of off-the-shoulder thing. And she had this kind of 80s hair. Yeah. And also Trinity did 80s hair, which totally yeah. knocked me out. Yeah, I liked when it came to the essence of Vanna, I liked Monet. I thought mm-hmm. that she had the blonde hair to the side. She had mm-hmm. that beautiful gown. I know the split was a little high. but It was I... all the way up to like, <laughs> it was above her ass. <laughs> okay, it's drag race. That's what we do. Okay, shoot us. It's Drag Race Vanna White style, okay? I know. She was so, like, it was thigh high. But the thing is, like, it's so funny. Like, when she comes out, and you're right, it's drag. It's so inappropriate for a slit to be that high. And it's kind of so Monet at the same time. And what I loved about Trinity, her Vanna White, was that she had the mannerisms. Like, the the hand gestures. Yes. uh, The beaded gown was beautiful. Her hair. They were 80s Vanna. That's what I yeah. think. They weren't 2000. Yeah. They were nowhere near 2000. It was no, more like 80s was... Vanna. Right. <laughs> Especially Raja. Raja did bangs and yeah. with this purple dress. And she was the one that came out and said, oh my fucking God, which I thought was hilarious. I loved yeah. her kind of, it was like exaggerated 80s. She had this bow on the side. Jinx came out in her Vanna white in kind of all black. And she said that it wasn't a signature look for Vanna, but then Vanna was wearing black exactly. during the Vanna white presentation. Raja, to me, gave me, I know they loved, the judges loved her look, but it gave Mm -hmm. me Vanessa Williams. Like, the hair. I didn't think of that. Yeah, her look, the purple dress. It was more, to me, Vanessa with the bangs. But, you know, Raja Like pageant Vanessa, like Miss America Vanessa. Exactly. What about Evie? Evie Oddly. She came out odd, didn't she? (laughs) Well, listen, she's all about kind of taking the reference and doing her version of it. Mm -hmm. So whether or not I agreed with this, I do agree with her decision to kind of be true to herself. Now, did this say Vanna White? No. This was more like I Dream of Jeannie or one of those Bratz dolls (laughs) 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 that you buy at Target. She had this gigantic red wig, this green kind of like uh, 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 mini dress with this veil at the bottom. She was green and red. It was more like Poison Ivy. Remember Uma Thurman's character in that weird Batman movie? Mm -hmm. The Joel Schumacher one? That's what it reminded me of. (laughs) And the Vivian had a beautiful, like, blush, pink, velvet. I'd never seen Vanna in velvet. Maybe I haven't seen all the episodes, but she looked appropriate, had the appropriate Mm -hmm. hair. Again, I think it was, like, more of the 80s. So they all did their own version of Vanna. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I am proud of the women of color that they didn't let... Because I think sometimes we say, okay, you have to emulate someone and you get caught up in skin color and culture and things like that. And it's like, no, you can still have the mannerism, you have the hair, you have the outfits. And so I think everybody did their best and they did well. Exactly. It's like they weren't limited by it. And it reminds me of a story. You know, my son is black and on our very first Halloween, he wanted to be Buzz Lightyear. And he got up in the Buzz Lightyear outfit, and he was so cute. He was a tiny, tiny little boy. And then he said to me, Daddy, Daddy, I need makeup. I said, why? Because Buzz is white. And I said, listen to me. Buzz is a space ranger. And space rangers come in all colors. Mm-hmm. And actually, the best ones are black. <laughs> And so all of a sudden he puffed up with pride. You know, he really got that it was like, oh, I don't have to be this to be Buzz. And 
I just remember that. And and you saying that about these queens, they weren't hung up. They have a sense of humor about it. You know, Definitely. it's like I can. And that's another thing that about drag that's fun. It's like there are no rules. You can break them all. You can do whatever you want. I, I mean, think that's why yeah. I love it so much. Being able to be creative is just mm-hmm. wonderful. Well, don't go away because we're coming back right after this quick break. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. Let's get into it. So after Vanna White Realness, we had the before and after, which was always confused. That would have been hard for me. But these queens, they slayed it. Yes. Slayed. So you would be like uh, Lonnie Love Brown Liquor. Yes. <laughs> Come on now. So it would be a brown dress with like a Johnny Walker label on the front or something? Yes. <laughs> yes. What would be yours, Alec? Well, you know, when I was in grade school, they used to call me Alec Mop of the Floor. So I would probably be like um, Alec Mappa as a drag cleaning lady or something. I would like come out with a bunch of disinfectant and start mopping the stage. Jinx Monsoon came out first and her before and after was whatever happened to baby Jane Fonda. I love whatever happened to baby Jane. This is my first scary movie. I love Betty Davis. I, it was I, everybody's I, first scary movie. Oh. Like, I remember when there were only three channels. So if there was like a creature feature that weekend, everybody saw it. And I remember everybody at school talking about, and there was a rat underneath the <laughs> dinner <laughs> cover. So good. See, Alec, this is why they have to have us on this podcast. Only That's we right. remember whatever happened to Baby J. That's right. See what an old out-of-touch person knows? A young in-touch person wouldn't know about Baby Jane or Jane Fonda as Barbarella. But Jinx Monsoon did it. And this is a really hilarious costume because from the neck up, she is Betty Davis. She yes, has that the white bow. makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then from the neck down, she's all Star Wars. She's all Barbarella. So she understood the assignment. And now my girl Shay came out as the gold tooth fairy. When I tell you, <laughs> I was jumping up and down. Now by gold tooth, she had the gold wings. Uh-huh. She had this like little mini dress. She had the gold teeth. She had the hair, the braided wig, and those um, watches. Those watches oh. all along her gloves. A great gold tooth fairy and very creative. Now, this is one that paid homage to another drag queen. Monet Exchange <laughs> came out. Bob the drag okay. queen, Elizabeth. I got Bob the drag yes. queen. I didn't get Queen Elizabeth. So <laughs> you didn't get the wave. I got I got the wave, but that's all she did. It wasn't present in the look for me. Okay. Like okay. like if she had a crown or if the pillbox hat came off and she had a Queen Elizabeth wig. Maybe. Why are you talking? Alec, Alec, this is going to be our first fight, okay? Okay, here we go. I can take it. Okay, Monet came out 
first of all, with Purse First, which we mm-hmm. know that is classic Bob the mm-hmm. Drag Queen. Right. All right? And so she came out. She had mm-hmm. the purse. Everybody knows that Queen Elizabeth has a purse. So, yeah. and then came out with the suit, came out <laughs> with waving the hand. That's all Queen Elizabeth. I know, but Lonnie, if, if you were just looking at still pictures of this, you would just get Bob the Drag Queen. I, I don't, Bob the Drag Queen never had a Queen's wave, Alec. Okay? All right, all right, moving on. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. All right. Because this look killed me. Jada Essence Hall came out as the bag lady in red. Oh, that was so good. This is beautiful. That was this creative. All the bags, the red, the yeah. hair up. Her, her headband is a fanny pack. Her hair is up kind of like that character in Encanto, who, the sister who can hear everything. Like mm-hmm. she has all of her hair piled up. It's tied up with a fanny pack that's red. And the rest of her dress, this gown, is made out of bags, little red backpacks, and they're upholstered in... This was so elegant. It was elegant. It was creative. And when I heard her say Bag Lady in red, I immediately thought about the song from Erica Badu called Bag Lady. And I really think Jada probably got inspiration from that because the top of her head is Erica Badu-ish. You know, right. it was just excellent. It was a I great play. I didn't even play. think of that, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. I thought she was getting her inspiration from la-da-dee-da-da-da, la-da-dee. That could be it, too. That could be it. <laughs> Next, we had Raja as Olivia Newton-John Waters. Okay. This is another I had a problem with. See, the thing is, like, when it comes down, I think she looks great as Sandy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see the mustaches, John Waters. It was so finely, so all I got was Sandy. And the thing is, like, this game, when you're playing against all winners, then it really comes down to the details. Yes. What's going to separate you? Because Raja has been so close to being yes. in the top two for the first three episodes. She's been yes. in the top. And I think that if she'd gone a little further with this, she could have been one of the top two. Yeah, and the, and the judges agreed with you, too, on that. And then mm-hmm. we have Evie, who played Cardi B. Arthur. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. First of all, for y'all that don't know, B. Arthur played Maud, which uh-huh. was a hit sitcom back in mm-hmm. when, Alec? In the 70s. <laughs> in the 70s. Back when B. Arthur was teaching America to laugh. Uh, and then Golden Girls. Golden Girls. She yes. Golden you know, it's yeah. Golden Girls. So mm-hmm. she came with the wig, did the wig snatch. I love a good wig snatch. I did too. And then busted open her gold LeMay coat and came out as Cardi B. Uh, it was one of the award shows. Cardi B wore this exact outfit with the boobs. Yeah. yeah. And Could have been the Grammys. Like the swimsuit. Oh, yeah. it, looked, it looked great. It looked great. Okay. This is, I just thought of this. This has nothing to do with anything. It's a weird segue. How many wigs do you have? Oh, uh, and how do you store them? Well, what I have is, it depends if I have a rotating for the week, Mm -hmm. a rotating set of wigs. Mm -hmm. And so I usually have 10 that I rotate for different shows, but maybe a good 40 wigs. Wow. Yeah. And I store them in um, containers and in silk bags. So then when I need them, I can just pull them out. The silk keeps the material fresh and everything. I did not know that. Rue names her wigs. She she names all of her favorite wigs. I can't remember the names specifically, but do you name your wigs? 
You know, I try, but then I get it mixed up because I All forget right. which one is which. So, Who's your favorite? <laughs> is there one that you like pull out like, okay, you've spent the most time on top of my skull? Well, I think the best one I have is a bob and you can mm. curl it or you can wear it straight. So I like right. the versatility. So I named her Brenda. So I do know Brenda's like my best friend. So I can wear her on the plane or, you know, if I want to look a certain type of way, if I want it curly, if I want it straight. Brenda's very versatile. So she's like my best friend right now. Miss so. Brenda Best Friend. That's her yes. name. That's the name of your weave. <laughs> Brenda uh, Best Friend. Brenda Best Friend. Well, the Vivian didn't wear a bob. She came out as Princess Diana Ross. Mm. And I got Diana from her expression and everything. Yes. I didn't necessarily get Diana Ross from this wig. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I didn't get Princess Di. You didn't, I didn't get, get it? I, I mean, when she came out, she mm-hmm. did the Princess Di with her head down and the, yes. the big eyes. So I mm-hmm. got that motion. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately started dancing like Diana Ross. So I got that. So, I got that. But I also don't remember Diana Ross wearing this kind of Smurf jumpsuit with the white dress. <laughs> Not the <I> Smurf. <laughs> I I didn't remember Diana Ross in this color, but maybe that was a shout out to Princess Di. But it was fine. She looked beautiful. You know, the thing is, like, with these challenges, you really got to, if you have to explain it to me, then it's like, "Mm, mm, Well, did mm. you have to, I want to see if you like this next one. It was Trinity the Tuck as RuPaul Charles II. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I got the RuPaul from that wig, because RuPaul has worn that gigantic off to the side asymmetrical wig. So I got the RuPaul Charles. And then for the Charles II, Charles II was the king of England. He was kind of a dandy. She wore kind of pantaloons or kind of gold velvet bloomers underneath. Oh. It was fine. <laughs> I thought it was good. And they were and they were giving her like grief about Charles II. <laughs> like, right. He's like, he's a king. He's a king. Yeah. You, know how, <laughs> you know how Trinity speaks. And then they said it should have been RuPaul Charles Nelson Riley. That would have been hilarious, too. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. I don't know how she would have... Maybe she... All she had to do was have the glasses and yeah, maybe go, like ah, an ascot. Oh, 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 oh. Ah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. We got through that category, but mm-hmm. now is the category I really was looking for because I was worried. It was the runway looks for Realness of Fortune, Eleganza. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this is the one where Jinx had the purple (laughs) color. She doesn't know how to sew. She's the first one out. I was expecting the dog's dinner. I really was. I was expecting (laughs) this to be... Because the last shot of them making the dress was Trinity literally glue gunning it (laughs) together. And this... Okay. Here's the thing that I like about it. It's a gown. It's a real dress. It looks like a real dress. The things that I don't like is it's not very flattering. There's no waist to it. Mm -hmm. So it looks, it's kind of like a Grecian kind of look, which Jinx has rocked in the past. But her waist, if you look at the waist, it's kind of boxy to me. And I think that if you're a drag queen, it should really come in. It should really taper. Yeah, it should be snatched, baby. It should be snatched. But I like the effort that she tried to do. She Mm -hmm. put the purple gauze across her face to make it look exotic. She, you know, hot glued some. She did what she could do. I just want to remind people that, like, when I was doing Celebrity Drag Race, we had to make my dress. And Uh when I say I was going back to my 12-year-old self, Again, mm. I was triggered. Um, mm. Didn't appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> because it's like, okay, what do you want your outfit to R- be? Remind me what your dress looked like. 
I had two outfits. One was the performance outfit, mm-hmm. which was a black sequin jogger that was made. Oh, and wow. then I had a pink sequin gown with a matching coat with a fur trim. And what kind of your hair? What was your hair doing? My hair was, it was honey blonde, mm-hmm. bouffant. Nice. And so, but when I say to be able to take material and to be able to sew it and it doesn't fall off, I was just happy for Jinx that she was able to come up with something. <laughs> so I have to give it to her. She had her hair braided. It was yeah. like great, you know. Wait, she did not walk with a lot of confidence though. She was smiling, but she was kind of going, ugh. This you wouldn't walk with confidence, too, if you the hot glued your dress. <laughs> Come on now, Allie. <laughs> okay. Next, we have Shay, who was the White Cliffs of Dover. Oh, I love and, this. Okay. What was interesting is that when she was she was doing all these sketches and everything, and she's like, well, mm-hmm. white, I want to do something different. But at the end of the day, it was more bridal. And she just went in to, with bridal. Yeah. But she did a twist of bridal because she added the culture where she had a, a turban. turban with a veil, which shows me Shay's creativity. And just white on her skin just looks so beautiful. Exquisite. Uh, how did you like it? I love this. And, uh, you know, this is black girl excellence. <laughs> black girl yeah. magic. And yeah. the turban... With the jewel up the top, like, I feel like potential brides could watch this and go, that's going to be me. I'm going to wear a turban with a veil. And on paper, that sounds like a terrible idea. And she pulls this off. It's absolutely beautiful. Not only did she make a bridal dress, but again, she has this waist. It's tailored. It's, she's like, the thing about, the thing that I love about Shay is just like her taste in clothes, but also her ability to design all of her looks in a mm-hmm. way that you can't mistake it for anybody else. Definitely. I mean, she knows her body. And that's important, yeah. too, when you're trying to do a design. You need to understand and know, okay, do I need to snatch my waist a little bit? Do I need a little right. more hips? You know, what is it that I need? Shay's just down with that. And then right. next we had, I really love this look on her. It was Monet Exchange with Green Emerald Island of Ireland. Oh, she went back. Disco. I loved it. I, I loved it. it. The red wig, it was like a two-piece. So mm-hmm. the top, it was a crop top. The uh, hammer pants, but yeah. they were slits. And yes. that green with the red, yeah, I mean, she was shaking it. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout her out because she is about body positivity. She knows yeah. that she's a thicker sister. This is why we watch Drag Race. Because mm-hmm. we want to see people of all sizes, not just the skinny mm-hmm. bitches. We want to see the thick bitches. <laughs> we want to see the obese bitches. We want to see the bitches that don't mind going to McDonald's and eating. And like, you know what? I'm still going to wear an outfit. I'm still going to walk the runway. And so yeah. this yeah. is what you get with Monet. And thank you, Monet, for that. I, I just really appreciated that. And you said earlier about Shay knowing her body. Monet is not, like you said, she's not a skinny bitch. And in the workroom, they had this one beat where Jada Essence was calling out Monet's big shoulders. But she knows where to put your eye. She has these harem pants with a slit up the side. So you get all leg, 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 Mm -hmm. leg. But the harem pants go all the way up to like right below her Mm -hmm. boobs. So you see this tiny little waist. 
the boobs are covered, and then she has these gigantic, almost like dolman sleeves on the sides. And the big hair with the big sleeves, you would never know that she had big shoulders at all. It's all an illusion. It's beautiful. Let me tell you something. As a girl with big shoulders and a big back, and I got that that back, that fat back on my neck, you know... (laughs) (laughs) You know how to take that hair... And cover that fat right in the back of your neck. It's just... That little pack of hot yeah, dogs back yeah. there. It's like that's that what a wig is for. Okay? The wig is to cover that. that and, and so you know how to... It's like... I've been telling people, it's a way that you could cover and you could conceal. And that's what you do. I know. And, and so, you know, shout out to Monet for that. Now, Jada... I love oh, that. Jada came. She's Hawaii's black sand beaches. Yeah. Oh, this was just lovely on Jada. Exquisite. And she was fascinating. She's very creative. So it was mm-hmm. more like she had chains around her neck, mm-hmm. put it all around her neck. She had her hair mm-hmm. up in a pony. Then she had this exquisite yeah. pads, thigh high boots. It yeah. just looked awesome. It was just breathtaking. Yeah. And sexy. Yeah, she had these pleather cutouts that look like black flames, almost like a volcano in Hawaii. But I want you to notice the detail on this. As a black Mm -hmm. woman, she has her hair pulled back. And then if you look at her forehead, she did the edges. The baby hairs. Did you see? There's That's that's baby hair. She has the baby hairs on the front. (laughs) I mean, that is like... To like kind of bring the beauty of black hair to America to kind of keep incorporating it. That's Alec, beautiful. back in the I day. I just loved it. Wigs have come a long way. Let me tell y'all something. Yeah. All you youngsters, y'all lucky. Tell, tell me a back in the day wig story, Back Lonnie. in the day, you would have to have edges if you wanted to wear a wig. I remember my mom <laughs> having a wig and she, because you didn't have lace. There was no lace front back then. Oh, everything was okay, like, now I understand. Yeah, so the yeah. technology wasn't there. It was just, you had this wig, you put it on. Hopefully, you take some of your hair and you try to cover it over the wig hair. And then right. the fibers of the wig back in the day was so bad. It was like one texture, which was, uh, we call it uh, hard. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> And so <laughs> this comes in one just texture. One texture. It wasn't, that was it. Brillo. It wasn't silky. You know, it wasn't one B. Yeah. It wasn't silky. It wasn't Hawaiian silky. Right. It was just one. It was just hard. So you take your baby hairs and you would comb them to the front and then comb it up into yeah, the hairline? And, and try to cover the wig line. So that was back That's in. So now today we have the lace fronts. And so what you see mm-hmm. is that lace front and all the drag queens know about this. But we didn't right. have that. We didn't even have that 10 years ago. We just started getting that. And so it gives it a better look because back in the day, my mom couldn't wear no ponytail. She'd have to wear that wig. You couldn't put it up in a ponytail. You have lace front wigs. You have lace fronts. And do you, when you when you get it done, do they cut the you lace? Can cut the you lace cut the lace, so that it, and yeah, some yeah, lace yeah. you can take out the hair, and it makes the baby hair, and mm-hmm. that's what you see with Jada Essence Hall. We've come so far when it comes to that. Right. Now, Raja was golden, okay? Yeah. And how did you like this outfit of Raja? I love this. And what amazed me about this runway was every time somebody came out in something, I was like, you made this? Mm-hmm. You just made this. Raja did this kind of big, voluminous, 
Oscar De La Renta top. In the 80s, Oscar De La Renta, it was the age of Dynasty and Nolan Miller. It's like you couldn't have shoulder pads big enough. So you would have pads come out. And again, Raja is somewhere between 6'2 and 6'3. She's a very tall lady. But again, the volumes of these gold ruffles take away from her size because only her neck and her face is visible coming out of this gigantic gold dress. So she effectively makes her body and her face look even smaller. For some reason, Raja is the person I think that's going to take it all. I know she she's not... Mm. So far, we haven't seen her win any stars, but it's just something... Close. She's come yeah, close. She's come really, really close. And it's just that... Uh, it's just something about her. I think her talent... You know, I think she's cool mm-hmm. under pressure. I think she has that experience. It's just something about her that really, like, speaks to me. So I'm just happy to see her keep flourishing. Yeah. I'm friends with Raja off the show. And have you ever hung out no. with her? She's this girl. Let Split a bottle of wine with oh, me. And let's just talk. That's my she's girl. She's that man. girl. That's why. Yeah. And... Yeah, and there's something about being in the presence of Raja that are her that she's really kind of spiritual and lovely that you just kind of like she's so herself right away that it's disarming. Mm. That it's like, okay, now I can be myself. So she's a lovely, lovely person. And I like this look a lot. You know, when people know who they are, Alec, and they're allowed to be who they want to be, I think that mm-hmm. you could you could feel it. And that's what I, I feel from someone like like Raja and someone else who I think yeah. is really into themselves and know themselves and love themselves is uh, uh. Evie. Evie came out pink city <laughs> of India. This I was worried. And then I saw it and I'm like, I like it. It looked like a little pink ice yeah. cream cone, like like pink uh, cotton candy. I loved it. Yeah, she was like the Pink Panthers punk sister. (laughs) She had this pink chain and, you know, she did the Evie Oddly kind of like punk rock tongue out. Let me show you the gap in my tooth. Like she remains true to herself no matter what. But one of the judges said that she made pink edgy. Mm -hmm. Like she took pink out of the realm of cuddly Care Bear and kind of made it punk and edgy, which I love. Right. I really, yeah, because really pink like that doesn't a lot. always have to be girly. It doesn't have to be all these frills mm-hmm. and you know things like that. And that's what she made it. But the Vivian came out. She came wow. out in this beautiful light blue gown, and you could see mm-hmm. the sparkle in RuPaul's eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, did you the, see that? And, and they did a cut of her looking at the dress going, I want that dress. <laughs> like you can see, because it looks like something that RuPaul would wear. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. With her hair up, it fit her perfectly. Very elegant. And this looks like the type of dress, like you think, oh, it's a simple dress. But the thing is about a simple garment, it has to be impeccable. Yes. For it to mm-hmm. work. You could come out in a simple dress, but if it looks like it was glued onto the mannequin <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or you tried to make sure it's good because the lights that are on the runway in the studio are so bright. Mm-hmm. And I've interviewed Queens post show where they said it looked better backstage. Mm-hmm. And then when it went under the lights and you could see all the flaws of the outfit and everything. So the pressure that are on these girls, and this is where experience comes in handy, because if you're doing a club gig every Mm -hmm. night or every weekend, like Morgan McMichaels works every night and she's in Palm Springs, she's in Riverside, she's in West Hollywood. She works every night. So she knows what she looks like on stage. She knows what she looks like under the lights. And these girls have to come in with that knowledge. And the Vivian did. Definitely. Because this is beautiful. 
It's so beautiful. Well, the last one was my girl, Trinity the Tuck. Your drag mother. Yes, my drag mom. Red Square in Moscow. Oh, kill me. Oh, my gosh. Now, Trinity the Tuck, she comes out. She has this beautiful red dominatrix-looking outfit with cutouts, a long wig. But you don't really see it until she turns around and you really see the body yaddy 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 yaddy. I mean, she's got that butt. She's got that hair hanging down. She's got everything red. And the cutouts are perfect because the wig was hiding that it was cut out to the point where you could see her cheeks. And you could see like a little crack. And they did a crack joke. Like, <laughs> it's like, but don't crack like that. It was just awesome. And it just fit her so well. And to believe that all of this was handmade, she handmade this dress, awesome. She's just perfect. Come on, describe it, Allie. Cause, was it oh. rubber? Is this a, It would look like a rubber dominatrix dress. Yes, and, it did. And the thing is with, again, if it's difficult to pull off a simple look, what she did was she pulled off a really complicated look because she did a tight... Um, mermaid silhouette, but she had cutouts on the side completely that showed her legs Mm -hmm. from her rib cage down to Mm mid-thigh, completely exposed and cut perfectly on both sides and cutouts for her boobs and the sides. And RuPaul asked her, how'd you do that so exactly? And she goes, there was some math involved. And you (laughs) see it. And not only that, she has on a red wig that goes all the way past her butt like almost like hits her in the back of her knee pit. This is oh, a yeah. long, long red wig. This is oh, like my cousin, my cousin Keisha. Yeah. She got a red wig like that. Like <laughs> she, it, it goes all the way down to the floor. I'm like Keisha. Where did you even get that? This from? is a lot of. It's like it's a bunch of wigs. It's Miss Cracker calls this wig stacking, where uh-huh. you kind of like attach wigs to another wig to another wig, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what is great about drag for me because if you saw just somebody walking around like this on their own, you'd be like, that person's crazy. But mm-hmm. on a drag queen, it's like, it's perfect. Well, you know what? I can say there were 24 outfits and we see why they're winners because each of them slayed no matter yep. what. Even if yep. they had problems, they were able to come through. They were able to make it work. But who was your favorite for the last one? Oh, gosh. You know, I called Jada. I was like, either can it be Jada or Shay? I really mm-hmm. loved. And I wanted to pick Raja, but I knew that Raja wasn't going to be picked because of the John Waters look. It was all Sandy and not enough John Waters. Right, right. Yeah. I guessed correctly what the judges did, which they picked the top two, Trinity and Jada Essence Hall. And I was yes. very happy with that because I, I was like, it has to be those two. But this is the thing, Alec. This is what I'm saying about this competition. Last week, we were talking about how great Jinx was and how yeah. th- this might be her thing. Now right. she's not even in the top two because there was a challenge that she wasn't good at. Uh-huh. So that's why you have to uh-huh. keep watching the episodes because there are different challenges that are going that's to right. cater to different people's strengths. So, right. you know, we had Jada and we had Trinity 
doing the lip sync for your legacy. This must be what, like, straight people sound like talking about sports. <laughs> when they're talking about their favorite players, like, he has a lot of strengths, you know? He has, he's got a great game. He brings his A game every single time. But it's kind of like... We are talking about the strengths of the queens and what makes them great competitors. This is what it must be like. Well, this is why I love it. I, I, I just love it. I'm not good at sports. But when it comes, I'm learning about my drag. I'm learning about my drag names. I'm learning about yeah. my pronouns. I'm very proud right. of myself. So I have to thank you, Alec, for helping me because you have just been a great source of entertainment <laughs> and education. For this this that, Detroit sister. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And I learned from you. It's a two-way street. So they lip synced Beyonce, and I love that they both changed. Yes. They both changed into lip syncing outfits. And I was mesmerized by both of them. Trinity kind of came out in a Beyonce dress. Yes. It was like all gold chains. It was like a nude illusion dress that was yes. really beautiful. And then Jada had the Beyonce. Uh, ponytail, which was the long braid that she was wearing. Um, Beyonce was wearing the long braids on, I think it was her second to last concert. And what she would always do is swing that braid. And so when Jada started swinging that braid, I said, oh, I think she got this. Because that's the Beyonce swinging the braid. <laughs> that's that's Beyonce, straight that up. That was a standout for you? Yeah, that was a standout. My head, I try to do this. Just, you know, <laughs> swing my head and I get dizzy. Jada did not get dizzy and, and the didn't. braid was everywhere. And she was in the blue, uh, uh, this blue feathered outfit, which was great. Great That's to so move. Crazy. She did those splits. Anybody that do the splits usually are going to win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you do the splits? Uh, I could, but I was five. <laughs> no, I can't do no damn splits. If I was able to do the splits, I, I could I, I could maybe possibly do it, but I can't get back up again. <laughs> I would have to live on the floor. So she did that whip with her hair, and it kind of reminded me of the lip sync between Alyssa Edwards and Roxy on their season where they did whip your hair back and forth. Mm -hmm. And it was the one where Roxy took off her wig and there was another wig on underneath. Mm -hmm. And the way they whipped their necks, I, I threw my back out just watching it. <laughs> I love a good wig snatch. So mm, who did you think it. won that lip sync? Well, you know, they're both so different. Mm -hmm. uh, my eyes kept going to Trinity because I love funny. Yes. I just, I love a funny queen. But Jada was really bringing it in a completely different way. So when they announced Jada Essence Hall is the winner, I was not surprised. Yeah. I Jada surprised. Essence Hall. She gets $10,000 and the power to block a fellow contestant. So mm -hmm. when they block, just to remind everybody, that means that if you get the plunger then the next episode, you can possibly win and win the money, but you don't mm -hmm. get a star. That's so, right. right now, who did she give it to? Who did Jada give the plunger to? Jinx. She gave it to Jinx. Yeah. And I, was, I wasn't I was surprised. I thought that I was like, why isn't everybody giving it to Monet? But I think that the thing is, at this point, if somebody gives you the plunger, I would take it as a compliment that you see me as competition. And you don't know what the next challenge is going to be. You don't so know. So you have to play chess with this because it could be a challenge that they're good at uh -huh. or it could be a challenge that they're bad at. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You could do all the planning, mm -hmm. but 
if you don't know what the challenges are, if you don't know what's happening, they could throw anything at it you. It could throw anything. Yeah. Time for a break. I promise I won't get any liquor, but a break. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Okay, we're back from break. So, you know, we have now... Jada Essence Hall has her star. Now the Golden Plunger is with Jinx. Monet does not have a block. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to get good. I think it could be Raja's week next week. It could be Raja's week next week. I hope so. I hope yeah, so. And this is the thing, too. To find out. They're starting to get upset because Monet, you know, in the previews, they were like, Monet, the only one that don't have a block. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. oh. I can't yeah. wait for the next episode. I, I know. cannot wait. I can't wait. I can't wait till somebody wins more than one. We're really getting down to the wire. Now, that's our recap for this week, Lonnie. It oh, went by goodness. so fast. Oh, that did go fast. Episode three, Lonnie. It's betting time. Just uh, revisiting our bet. Now, initially, you were all for Raja. And then after Snatch Game, you were on to Jinx. You put your money on Jinx. And who's it on this week? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Did I say Jinx? Are you sure I said <laughs> Jinx? <laughs> you sure last I didn't say Jada Essence Hall? Yeah, huge, huge winner last week. And then this week is like, wah, wah. So now your buddy's on Jada Essence Hall. <laughs> There's no loyalty in this alliance. It's just kind of like, I want that Manny Penny. <laughs> I do. I, I got it yeah. right. I'm like, I didn't yeah. know these challenges okay. was going to be like this. <laughs> all right. So you've changed to Jane Essence Hall. <laughs> yes. Are you keeping right. you keep a Trinity? I'm keeping it a Trinity. I'm keeping it a Trinity because she can bring the looks and she's funny. So I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on your socials? You can find me at Lonnie Love on Twitter or Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram. What about you, Alec Mappa? Follow me, you guys. You can find me on Instagram and you can follow me on Twitter at Alec Mappa. You can also watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7 on WOW Presents or Paramount+. Plus. And if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend. Tell a squirrel friend. Tell a squirrel friend. Meet with us next week. If you love RuPaul's Drag Race, don't forget to show all these queens your love. They go through so much to be on this show. So if you have anything to post about them, post something kind. And we will see you next week. We'll be back next Monday for an all-new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 
Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.